Yes, yes, and yes. Welcome, everybody, to mm. Humans in 30-ish. This is episode 23. Uh, I'm Luke McCredden. With me, as always, the magnificent Matt Peake. Matt, 23 is a big number. Yep. It's yep. A, it's... It's a big number, but it's not quite as big as uh, ninety nine. And I, and I just wanted to reference that off the top because obviously we've we've had a bit of a, a, a thing this week or over the last couple of weeks, which has been in the lo- the spotlight, which of course is the passing of Prince Philip. Um, and I'll bring that up because it was only a few episodes back that we that we spoke about the royal family, didn't we? And and questioned we did. some of their some we of their did. things. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there's there's a lot of numerology uh, in your opener there. Um, Firstly, yeah, twenty-three. Uh, I think the last dance uh, premiered about about a year ago, in honouring Michael Jordan. The place that I just uh, moved into is number twenty-three. Oh wow! Um, but going back to to ninety-nine, yeah, I mean, it. it um, what a what a production! Um, but I was thinking because I remember when we we brought up Sizzler, and about six weeks later, Sizzler imploded last year, and you brought the royal family up uh, earlier in season two of this podcast, and. We, we couldn't think that, that that sort of had a cascading effect and that, that caused his demise. I wouldn't think we would, we would well, think that. Are you, are you accusing me of something, Matt? I, I don't know. We're, you know, I, 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 I'm, I, no, my hands are no. clean. I mean, it, we're, not, we're not ones to overstate our importance like, <laughs> like the royal family. So yeah. as you could see with that, with that funeral, and that pres- I mean, he was 99. Yeah. You know, he's 99. So what's what's the big deal, guys? You know the Bentleys were nice though. Yeah, it was an interesting performance, wasn't it? Um, with all sorts of I, I, the commentators are the things that make me shake my head. Oh my like, god! Who, who's yeah. putting their hand up to do that job? Yeah. I mean, are they serious? These people? God. Yeah. Geez, that grass was green though. Bloody hell! <laughs> that turf. Oh, that, I mean, it's immaculate. Oh yeah, it'd be good. It'd be MCG like, wouldn't it? Oh. Incredible, but yeah, no, it's 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 good to be here. Um, yeah, um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, episode twenty three. It's great, um, great number to be at. It's been a lot of fun. If you're new here, welcome. Um, as you know, twenty three means we've got quite a back catalogue now. So you know, I urge you to go back through and have a bit of listen, bit of a listen, and let us know your thoughts on on some of the past episodes. It's always great hearing from from everyone. Um, Instagram's been a great place, Matt. Um, humans underscore podcast is where you can find us there. And we get a lot of comments and a lot of messages and that sort of thing, which is fantastic. Um, as always, great. I urge people to subscribe to the podcast. That way, Matt, you will get it delivered to your phone or device or whatever it is that you listen to your podcasts on. And, and that's a simple way. You don't have to worry about searching for it every week. Bang. That thumb, that thumb refresh on, oh. on, and you know, it just appears. It's a, it's a beautiful. That is like getting the paper, isn't it? It's a beautiful feeling. It is. It is. It's mm. a crisp podcast for your morning. Um, and and share it. You know, share it around. We'd love to, for you to pick a friend and share the link and tell them about it. You know, that's what it's about. Spreading the love. Mm. Oh, no, look, just on last week's episode, real quickly. Um, I'm not sure whether you've heard back from Scomo. Um, I was wondering whether he might have had a listen to the podcast and 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 had a bit of a mm-hmm. listen to your messaging around the you know the Chinese whispers. But uh, have you heard much mm. on that front? Nothing. In, I, I could check my junk mail though. <laughs> I'll, I'll double check. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, nothing. I, mean, I will double check the spam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. hasn't reached out to me. I mean, he's got my number. Mm. But um, anyway, he's busy. Um, look, 
let's kick things off. You're up first, Matt, and I'm going to oh. hand it over to you and say, let's hear what you've got. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Um, I, I was thinking about, because with with work, you know, there's people going back in, into the office uh, a, a lot more now and then trying to find that balance. But there's also, if you dig a bit deeper, there's balances that that, you know, people are still working through even in those environments. And, and I, I'm a big believer in maintaining the, the social distancing, especially, you know, in a work environment and not just for the COVID purpose, but you know, me, Luke, I'm, I'm a big, big on hygiene. We spoke about hygiene mm. last week and pre COVID, I was always strapped with at least a couple of packs of gum or, or some mints in the work environment. Um, and I, it's actually a positive. I've, I'm, I'm seeing a, a lot of people, keeping that social distance at work, but also strapped with mints or gum. So I think though that that situational awareness that I was, you know, probably elite at <laughs> before COVID, yeah. the standards have lifted. And the reason why, you know, and I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts, but I remember back in sort of those those dark days of rough days of 2005, 2006, you know, I, I remember people were just so... Um, you know, the, the lack of oral hygiene, especially after lunch and after a coffee mm. and the people, you know, it's normally bosses. I remember my, my, my boss, cause I was working in creative environments that they would eat during meetings. Mm. So you show like they're, they're talking it's oh, yeah, yeah, you know, eating, you know, crunchy, sem- sung to a bow and like really crunchy stuff. And, but then the hover when, yeah. when you're at your desk and you're working and the hover over your screen and, you know, I remember one of my bosses had had some sort of tuna Mornay oh. situation and geez, it's, I mean, it's yeah. And I, I just, so, and, and my, my, my approach is if, if I'm actually talking to a team member at work, um, I'll, I'll always have a mint or gum, but if, if I'm not getting my point across or, you know, about something on their screen, I'll say, Hey, can I just sit down and, and um, just, just show you, I'll sit down in their chair. I'm not going to hover and get, mm. get too close because you know mm. if, if, I've had, if I've had Bombay by night the, the night before, the Indian number <laughs> with some garlic naan, there's no gum <laughs> that is going to prevent that from, from them smelling that. So uh, this is a positive and yeah. I wanted to get your thoughts uh, on, on oral hygiene and fresh breath in the workplace. Yeah, big one. Um, thank you. I think um, the, the initial point you touched on there with um, social distancing continuing on regardless of any sort of virus in the air is a positive. It's a great mm. thing. Um, and, you know, the, the after coffee, after meal, breath and, uh, you know, aroma and, oh, it's so, it just, when you were talking about it then, I could just, I felt like there was someone hovering over me for a minute, you know, I just, oh, it's, it's, it's nightmarish, isn't it? Um, oh, yeah. But I worry about the people that are the hoverers or, oh. you you know, or the or the ones without that awareness, do they not know? You know, is is that sort of self awareness not there at all for them to even sort of? Because I'm with you, I I certainly will refrain from hovering or, or getting too close, just just out of sort of you know spatial respect. Like you, I just don't like being. I don't like it when people are up in my grill, and and I assume it's this you know the same way the other way. So. Being loaded uh, with with pockets full of gum or mints is a great thing, um, but also mm. just knowing your distance. 
isn't it? You know, just knowing where you stand and just, you know, I, I, ha- I have had a quite a, a full burger sort of for lunch today, so I'm just going to make sure that I just oh you know, yeah watch watch my space here when I talk to Kathy from accounts. Um, mm. You know, I think yeah, I, I, it's, I, a, it's an unhappy meal there for for Kath. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no. Look, I, look. It, it, I, and she'd I, never say anything. She'd never say anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. It is a good one, isn't it? Oh well, I, I think there should be some enforcing there, some enforcement, uh, some pol- some inclusions into the 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 HR policies. You know, everyone's got yep. varying policies, but there's there's the structure is pretty similar from business to business around Australia. Um, I'd love to see love some sort of, I don't know, what would you call it? Uh, some sort of hygiene policy, which I, I know there is probably versions of it, mm. but more specific and maybe it's a oral hygiene policy, a spatial awareness policy, um, no hovering policy. That's simple, isn't it? To put that in. Yeah, well, well, I mean, th- this is the thing. Um it, uh, there's a pattern where it tends to be probably owners of companies just probably mm. sashay around thinking they can work on many levels. But uh, when you're talking about, let's say, onboarding, I think a pack of mints with with the onboarding process. Mm. I was actually out at, at a business this morning and I was just so – I was just delighted. There, in the foyer, there was a, a, a bowl of minties. Yes, that's yep. that's the standard because what I you're want to see. yeah and what you're doing there is you're setting that standard you're setting that benchmark and yeah. saying this is what we stand for. They're the behaviours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. good work. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but I mean, I, I hope um, during COVID, gum and mint sales. Oh, look, they probably like everyone that they were impacted in in some way. But I, I hope now that those those sales are picking back up because there's some great products on the market. What you go to? Actually, I've I've I was always a big gum man, but I think I'm getting older, so chewing is sort of hurting my jaw a bit more. I don't know whether it's a old age thing, but I'm actually going for more the the chewy mints. There was a new yep. brand on the market called Smint. Okay, and I was actually quite taken aback by that. It's got a nice little sort of release, like a little Pez thing. So yeah, um, Smint Smint's my go-to now. Okay, we'll check it out. Yeah, well done. All right, well thank you for that. Thank you. Um, mm, no, it's a good fresh start. Very. <laughs> <laughs> Very well done. Um, okay, so just uh, for my first topic tonight, a um, bit of an observation, um, and love to get your thoughts on on some potential opportunity here. But um, went to the petrol station the other day. Very standard stock standard routine to fuel up the car. Yeah. Um, it, it, I just noticed, and it's something that I've probably looked at a hundred times and never really sunk in but for some reason this day it did and it was you know there's quite a few signs around the bowsers with various morning messages and you know things to be careful of which is great because it's you know mm. when you're playing with fuel it's it's always you always got to be playing with playing with fire yeah yeah so so <laughs> the 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 sign that caught my eye was a big um sign with a couple of things that not to do when you're fueling up so mm-hmm. no smoking you know, yep. don't take kids out of the car. Um, no flame, no, no naked flame. Like obviously, mm. but also the no mobile phone little signal. Mm. But it actually said, "Please turn off mm. your mobile phone." And I thought mm. 
that's interesting. I, I'd never really thought about that before, and and it sort of made me ask myself why, like why. And I looked into mm. it a bit because I know there it does sort of bring up some memories from a while ago of when people were a bit worried about the idea of whether it was the phone itself that could you know have some sort of sort of waves and you know um, that could trigger some sort of ignition that would start a fire or if it was the batteries that would would you know ignite or something like that and back in when I looked it up in the 90s it was a thing people were really worried about it but it was also fairly quickly stamped out and um and and made clear by experts that it's actually not possible phones can't start a fire even when around things like fuel and flammable liquid and whatnot so i thought all right well without worrying too much about that that's always going to be so maybe we can think of some other things that could be used for the better to be on a sign if you if you know what i'm saying so i'll just just to just to kick things off i suppose and and tell you what i'm where i'm getting at here and rather Mm. than worry about little things like that and even the no naked flame type sign like that's pretty pretty obvious what i'd like to see is some more messaging that is a direct call out to people in the Bowser area. Um, mm-hmm. Now, something like, are you sure you're using the right fuel? You know, because mm. you hear quite often people putting diesel in unleaded engines and that sort of thing. It might make you go, oh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, but double check yep. that, you know, something like that. Um, you know, the obvious ones don't drive away. There are a few signs like that, but mm. but this is the big one for me. And I'd love to see this sign. And it just simply says, have you finished fueling up and paid for your fuel? If yes, then get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. You know what I'm getting at? I do, I do. Yeah, so the message is don't sit there in your car and play around with your wallet and the the big M, trying to open your big M that you've just bought. Mm. Get out of there. There's plenty of people that need fuel. Get in your car and piss off. Absolutely. Yeah, that that's a that is that's that's actually a pragmatic sign because you you want to be hitting that Bowser at speed and it, you want to be in and out and moving as soon as as soon as you're in the car it's belt on turn out of the, there. turn the key or, or press the button yep. and and roll out. Yeah. Um before we keep going on this did you what what was the reason that of the mobile phone no use of a mobile phone in generally like what was initially when they thinking, first sort yeah. of were banning it the, the the only thing that i could find that they were worried about causing a fire was the battery sparking mm. like the samsung battery from a few years ago or <laughs> yeah. the old nokia 3210s that had a real brick 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 about them and we're talking yeah. 90s so perhaps back then it yeah. might have been more of an issue so we're in, you know we're we're talking about sort of 30 years on it's been established that it's not not an issue anymore but you know um there's the signs are still in production they've probably got a yeah. factory somewhere with 5000 of those signs that they need moved on to service stations so and going back to your 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 great suggestion i think it's because you, you've got to promote, okay, if, you, if you're stopping and you've got a bit of time, but let's say you want to fire off a few text messages, just, you know, given an, an option, either move into the parking bay mm. and, and handle your comms there or, or, or please leave the premises. Yeah. Um, 
because you know, as we know now, the the Bowsers are getting busier. I mean, there's a it's a busy Bowser in the morning. I'm seeing busy Bowsers out there. It's compared to last year that people want that fuel, don't yeah. they? Oh yeah, yeah. And it's not yeah. a place people really want to waste much time because they're generally on their way somewhere, there, aren't they? Uh, aren't they? You know, um, it's. Yeah, we're all yeah. patient. They're either coming. They're either coming from some somewhere and heading <laughs> heading off somewhere else. I mean, that's yeah, it's life. It's pretty, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, we're all happy to wait if if we have to, um, but not if we're waiting for someone to sort of rearrange their makeup or or dangle around with no. their keys or or put something in their certain particular pocket of their wallet, mate. Just get in. And, or and peruse Spotify, in, depending on what mood they're in. After you know, yeah. what was that song I heard? Oh, you know, you know, shazamming. Uh, you know, that's not the place to be shazamming or no. putting a playlist together. Yeah. Um, speaking of petrol, though, like I, I'm pretty guilty of this, and it, I don't know why I do it because it gives me awful anxiety. Mm. Just pushing the limit, my my low fuel levels. <laughs> I've probably been doing that a little bit too much lately, and I know the day is coming where I'm going to have to make that call mm. to someone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How do you go about that? Do you, are you are you pretty onto that sort of thing? Yeah, but I, I feel like after you know, and and this this comes down to how long you've had the car and what sort of relationship you've got with the car, because I think you know, don't you? Like mm. it, you know, I've got one 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 of our cars is is old school, so it doesn't give you an indication of how many kilometers are left. It's just got the the, mm. the you know the the level gauge, so I know when that light comes on, I've still got a little bit, I've still got a bit, and I'm confident that I can get. To a few places, um, but whereas our other car's got a a ticks down, you know, digital read out of of how many kilometres are left. What we've established is when it gets to about thirty, when it says there's thirty k to go, that's it's actually the, you're about to run out. <laughs> so, oh wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so I think my cars. Um, uh, there's two cars. I, I don't have like Jay Leno. Let's get me wrong. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I've, I've two cars. Yeah. They find they find something, you know. It's like fourth quarter or twelfth round. They, they find something. They dig deep, yeah. And, but I think it's it's it is there, but they don't mm. tell you it's there. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, I know and that's a meta, it's it's literal and also metaphoric for what you're capable <laughs> of as a human. It 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 it's there. You just gotta will it. Yeah, yeah. Just find it. Yeah, you know, it's there. Yeah. So anyway, so look, I just think um, I just think there could be some more productive and constructive messaging around the signage uh, situation at Good. petrol stations around the country. So yep, yeah. yep. Good one. I like that. Thank you. Um, speaking of of innovation, um, well, I question this, but I've got three words for you, Luke, for my next topic. Love it. NASA certified mattresses. <laughs> Yep. Okay. So th- this morning I'm in the car and I hear a-, a radio ad by Temper Mattresses saying they have NASA certified mattresses. <laughs> now there's there's a there's a few things that that I had trouble with with this. Um I mean there's a lot of companies and brands that are, are finding benefits for the most obscure um not even related high-end organizations. But on what planet uh, are NASA using mattresses in their shuttles? So that because as a layman, 
they, there was no further explanation. It just said, hey, our mat- these are great mattresses. Our mattresses are NASA certified mattresses. So yeah. this really this sparked something. So I had to do some research. Oh, good. Because if you don't know, then I'm thinking, shit, well, Apollo 13, Houston, we have a problem. You've given us a king size mattress when <laughs> this can only take a queen. You know? Yeah. But where it came from mm. is. It's memory foam. So NASA invented memory foam. Okay. Right. So, so like, you know, in the military um, or, or different organizations where, uh, the, or you know, where a lot of money and investment goes into these sort of government organizations. So NASA, um, the memory foam was invented uh, by NASA. So NASA funded researchers looking for ways to keep test pilots cushioned during flights. So, okay, they, they're using it for, for protection, but... All of a sudden, you've got bed companies and mattress makers leveraging NASA, mm. right? But then I'm like, well, if it's NASA certified, NASA must be certifying them. Yeah, yeah. This is this is what, and if I can just jump in really quickly, because this is what jumped out into my mind when you started talking was of of all the organisations around the world. I associate something like NASA as just being full on. Everyone's got their hands full. It's it. It's it. It's it. Got a million things on the go at once. The last thing yeah. I'd imagine that organization saying, "Yeah, yeah, no, we'll 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 go. We'll have a look at those for you and, and tick them off." Is a is a fucking mattress. Exactly. It's no wonder <laughs> since the moon landing, there's been nothing. <laughs> They're too busy certifying fucking mattresses, right? That's exactly my point. Yeah. Like, talk about task saturation. Yeah. You know, you've got Elon on a Zoom call, but Doug's in the warehouse certifying a thousand mattresses. <laughs> and it's just like, that is, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and, and the guy whose job is it, you know, oh, what do you do, mate? Oh, actually, I work for NASA. Wow. What do you, what do, you do there? Oh, it's... It's, you know, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. No, no, tell us about it. I certify mattresses. Yeah. <laughs> what? And and it's such a leap because, okay, let's say you've got a NASA certified mattress, mm. at, but the memory foam was was used, to, you know, to protect test pilots in, mm. in shuttle tests or whatever. If there's an earthquake or a tsunami, or not a tsunami because that's water, um, a twister, you know, I'm thinking of a twister, right? You get under the bed, yep. you've got you've got the that mattress that'll protect you, mm. right? But don't don't turn it into something that is like, you know, a comfort thing. Yeah, like yeah, I just think it's a lot. It's like the you know the Kevlar in boots or something. It's it's you know they're, they're just leveraging <laughs> these products and yeah. people fall for that stuff. But they do. The, 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 the issue I had is give me some context <laughs> in your in in your ad. Yeah. But, you know, but I'm, I'm picturing a mattress in a shuttle. <laughs> I know. That, yeah. Or hang on. Are we talking about maybe, you know, has this changed? This might have changed the whole moon landing sort of the, the visual, you know, the, the sort of slow hopping. Were well, they actually bouncing on mattresses? Well, that it, it, it would appear so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, certainly if they faked it, they would have been using it as a prop. Yeah. But- what, what's funny about this sort of. Uh, um, promotion or, or advertising of a, a product by using 
you know, a name like NASA, for example, is it initially, as it did to you, makes you go, well, wow, well, what? Hang on. But then, you know, a lot of people go, oh, well, you know, it's certified by NASA, it must be good. But then when you think exactly the way we've been thinking is, what? but why is it? Like, what's that got to do with it? I'd rather, you know, even potentially maybe give it some more credibility by sort of having some sort of military certification, you know, or or some sort of safety type. Like, as you say, in case of emergency situation, it's uh, it's got the certification of a twister, you know. But NASA, oh, weird. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or use like some sort of sleep master. I don't know if there's sleep masters out. I don't know if there's like someone who's asleep, like, you know, like a, a Buddha, but for sleep. Like they could, they could say, "Yeah, I, I, this is the most comfortable mattress." But yeah, anyway, like you, get, a, you get the point. An influencer for sleep, I could do that. I'd be, yeah, I'd, be, I'd put you, my hand up for doing that. Yeah, what do you do? Easy I'd job, sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just yeah. thought that's a stretch. That's a stretch temper. No, well that's done. It is a stretch, um, and that's a great, great pickup. Actually, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Um, look. To finish things off tonight, a um, bit of a question I'm hoping that you might be able to give me some, shed some light on, give me some clarity on. Had an interesting situation mm-hmm. uh, fairly recently where I was at a at a school thing for the, the kids and got chatting to one of the mums um, and throughout the conversation discovered that potentially she knows my wife, they might have gone to school together. So we're sort of doing that thing where, oh, okay, what year were you here and blah, blah. And then I raised a oh, question. Boy. Oh how oh how old are you, how old are you? And then there was this sort of weird, awkward ish silence. And then she told me the year she was born. And sort of from the side, heard her voice say, "Oh yeah, good answer. You can't ask that." And I just thought for a minute, why? Well, and then I, then I went, no, "That is a thing that people. There is this thing about asking people their age." And I've always found it a bit strange, but. But then I sort of thought, but you've told me the year you were born almost as a cover-up, as a defence. Like, I'm not bad with numbers. I worked that out in about three or four seconds. So now I know your age, and that's fine. I don't have an issue with it. But I guess that leads me to my point is, why is it sort of frowned upon or or questionable to ask people their age? Um, I know I've heard from both male and female, you know, in, in sort of just talking a bit about this, that, Oh, people get a bit funny about it. Um, I, I also know plenty of people who don't have an issue with it at all. Where do you stand with it if someone was to ask your age? Uh, well, firstly, I, I think it's good that you didn't guess her age because I've seen that turn pear-shaped <laughs> um, for people. Okay. Uh, personally, I'm fine, but... I being being a male, I I can't I don't know how a, a female would feel about having that asked because I can't put myself in in yeah, in, in yeah. A, a a woman's shoes. So sure. um, I I do I think the the um, older people get it does become a bit more of a sensitive topic, and I think that's probably uh uh more of a a blight on society more than anything it's yeah. it's one of those societal things that over a couple of centuries where age you know was something that that um you know was a cri- criticism 
in society, particularly towards women. I think they felt a little bit marginalized with age. Mm. And, and I mean, you, know, you see that in, in Hollywood and, and things like that where, you know, the career thing with, with age, you know, there is a bit of a bias there. So I do think stuff like that filters down to society. But I, if, if you were to look at it just from you remove all that, you know, it, I think it's, an, it's a relatively innocent question. But in the context of of our evolution, it's become a sensitive question, I think. Mm. But but I guess it's about understanding why did you ask that? Because I know you're you're a a, a very genuine, um, caring guy. So it, she's probably not understanding why you would ask it because you're probably just trying to connect and to understand did you grow up in the same era yeah you well, know in context, did you go to the yeah. same school yeah it would yeah. yeah so that that was that why you were asking mm. Mm. yeah 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 exactly yeah 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 so i i did you know i i asked um ricky my, my wife earlier about how you know her thoughts on it and she doesn't necessarily have an issue like she doesn't find it sort of an odd or a a problem problematic question or anything like that but yeah i suppose um yeah, you know, just trying to get some other input on it. Her her thoughts were potentially it was a, a suggested could be around, you know, and and an the image sort of thing that you speak about, um, an acknowledgement of, you know, age an ageist sort of um, um, community uh, around varying sort of things. And I just I found it a really interesting one because I know it's not it's not new to me. I understand that it's a thing, but I just thought. It's quite an odd one to be covering up because it's not something that's really that covered up. Like if you really want to know someone's age, it's something that you can find out. Do you know what I mean? With in not a in not a uh, disrespectful way. I'm just saying it's not. It's just a yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I think this is a, a good discussion. Mm. I think this is a you know this is a, a different tone, and I, I I like that. But as someone you know, I'm approaching forty this year, right, mm. and you can't deny that when I think about that, the, the, the real truth to it is that you're, you feel, I mean, I know this sounds morbid, but you feel a lot, you know, you, you, you're heading towards the, the old age, right? Yeah. So there's a, there's a mortality thing as you get older, you know, forget the, 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 the vanity or the society thing. It, it is something that as you get older, it's like, oh shit, you know, mm. I'm I'm not in my early 30s now. But once you hit 40, you know that's for a man that's kind of in the first world halfway mark. Mm. Oh, geez. <laughs> um, so it, I think you know that fear of of death also. Um, it's a denial thing a lot of the time. You just want to put that to the side because it's fluid and you know you don't want to think about it. But yeah, yeah, I, I I I don't I don't I think society hopefully is is becoming less ageist mm. i think coming from you contextually it's it's totally innocent and fine but there would be other people like you know pricks that would 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 be ageist so it's yeah. like and and you and you would see that more in it over the course of a life in the media and, and in culture yeah so i think that's why it probably should be it, it's like if you if someone reacts emotionally or to some to something like that, I guess you just have to respect that oh, in totally. a way. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's yeah. one of those things too that you can only really speak um, like in, in this situation now, we can only really speak 
based on the age we're at and the age we've been. So as we get older, my attitude might change completely as well. Um, so, but up until this point, you know, I've just found it an interesting thing. So, um, but yeah, I, I get, I get the. There's a few reasons that people are a bit funny about it. Well, but, would you ask it in the workplace? Well, again, it depends on the on the. I wouldn't just walk around just asking all the, all, all, all my team members or staff for no yeah. reason. If there was a reason I needed to know or wanted to know or needed to know whatever mm. it may be, that's that's a bit different. Mm. Yeah. 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 I I tend to not, unless they're super young, I tend to not ask it. Yeah. But I had a, a, a nice thing earlier in the year where a, a young buck, he was he's, he's 21 and I told him, you know, I'm 39. He goes, are you 39? I thought you were heaps younger. And I was like, oh, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a win. See that? See, but, yeah, that's a win. So, you know, that, but, you know, as a male volunteering that information, I think, you know, it, it might be a little bit easier for men to do that just because mm. the way society is now. But I think, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a tricky one, man. Yeah. It's a tricky one. Hey, it's look, a good topic. It's a good one to talk about. I, I know. I, 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 just thought you know i know sometimes we um we do bring up these sort of more serious type topics matt and and it's... well this is one luke that we'd love to get some feedback on oh perfect perfect thank you very much um absolutely and i mean instagram's probably the easiest way matt um and if you don't have instagram i'm sure one of your friends do so get them to jump onto the humans underscore podcast page um and drop us a message follow the page drop us a comment if you want you can keep it public you can keep it private it's up to you but i guess what do we i mean what's what do we want to know here we, we just want some feedback on people's thoughts on it do is that what we're sort of saying keep it open the age-old yeah. question <laughs> Okay. <laughs> if they're listening to it, they'll know what to respond to. Perfect. All right. Good. Yeah. yeah. Let's 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 put it out there. So, thank you very much, and we we look forward to hearing from you. But Matt, that's about thirty-ish too. So we will mm. uh, we will put a lid on this one. Um, it's been great. Thank you for your time once yeah. again, as always. Um, thank you, Luke. It's been a lot of fun, and we're gonna we're gonna go out with our good friend Nick Anderson. And um, before we do, once again. Please subscribe and share this podcast around with your friends and family and whoever you think might like it because, you know, that's it's great. It's great to get shared around and, and spread that love and we enjoy hearing from people that are, that are just jumping on now or have been with us through the whole journey. So, mm-hmm. Humans in 30-ish, this is episode 23. Thanks for listening and we'll, uh, we'll be back to do it all again real soon, Matt. Yes, please. How old's Nick Anderson? (laughs) Younger than us. Younger than Prince Philip. Ooh, too soon.